Welcome back to tonight's intermission. It's Merrimack hosting Providence tonight, Hockey East Action, and pleased to be joined here chatting before the game with Mike Logan. He is the voice of Providence College Fire Hockey uh, on both TV and radio. First of all, Mike, uh, big day today, 40 years ago today, Miracle on Ice Day. It was 40 years ago that the United States hockey team uh, pulled that big upset over Russia, the Miracle on Ice, uh, the U.S., the Soviet Union in Lake Placid. Uh, what do you remember from that? Uh, I remember it. I was an 11-year-old kid. I was uh, at my grandmother's house in Weymouth mass and I remember my dad calling me it must have been around seven o'clock or whenever the game had ended uh, and granted Mike we're of the age that uh, you tell kids today that the you know the game was on tape delay and they look at you crazy I know. Uh, but you know and I remember that and then you know you you watch the game and there was such excitement and uh, you know and then the, the follow-up you know everybody thinks that was the gold medal game it wasn't and then you know that uh, game uh, against Finland. I mean, that's a game that they could have easily lost, and it would have been an unfortunate thing. But it was just, and I, I don't think a younger generation can understand, just given the way uh, the U.S. and Russia at the time and, and the Soviet Union, um, it's it's one of those, it's like the moon landing. You remember something like that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's one of those things where you kind of, you really just have to understand the context. It, w- it was one of those sporting events that was bigger than sport. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when you look at, uh, and obviously there was the local tie with the four local kids. I mean, everybody else was from Minnesota. Uh, and just, you know, the, the Soviet Union had been so dominant for so many years. Uh, and it was just a, a wonderful thing. And the interesting thing is, you know, you, you, you do a little history on it and you know they got shellacked by them you know not yeah. what in the fall and you know they played at Madison Square Garden I think gave up 10 goals so it's a really remarkable thing now I remember having an opportunity to talk to uh, Herb Brooks when he was scouting I think it was about a year before he passed away as you know he would be in many a hockey East rink right. uh, and it was just a, a quick two-minute thing but I remember calling my dad and being so like you'll never guess who I talked to you know and and it was just kind of one of those uh, you know uh, important moments yeah nice uh, so then uh, you had a chance to talk to him I never did uh, did he get a sense of miracle uh, the movie uh, you know um uh, yeah, did he get? Did he nail it? <laughs> well, you know, it's I, I've I've watched um, I've watched that that scene. I think we've all seen that. You know, about a four minute scene when he was addressing them before. Um, you know, I mean, anybody that uh, knew Brooks, and I'm I'm not old enough to remember him when he was at Minnesota and had some of his great teams. Right. Uh, you know, and then he went to the NHL, and, and he was okay. By the time I met him, uh, you know, he had he was older. He had mellowed. Uh, you know, it was one of those things. He was uh, doing a lot of scouting, um, but. Uh, it's funny, um, Joe Carr, who uh, was a longtime voice of Maine, was uh, he had something on Twitter today that uh, I guess Kurt Russell and Sean Walsh were friendly and that he felt that Russell got some of that from Walsh because that was, and I found that and the next time I see Joe, I'm going to ask a follow-up, if you yeah, will. Yeah. You mean that he, uh, that, that, that Sean gave him, you know, I guess an idea of some of the things, mannerisms or whatever about Herb? Yeah, I think so. And and, and, I, and based on what Joe said, he thought that he got some of that from Sean, too, because, uh, you know, as you know, for my money uh, in my time, and granted I'm a little biased having started my uh, college career, if you will, at the University of Maine when Walsh got it going, 
I don't know if I've ever seen a better game day coach uh, in 30 some odd years of the college game. He, you know, it, it take all the other things that came with him, but as far as a, a one game, uh, and you look at what he did in '93, uh, you know, in that third period, it, it's still, from my mind, probably one of the greatest periods in in championship history. Yeah, yeah. Were you there then in, in uh, Milwaukee when that happened? I was not. I was sitting in a bar room with my uh, then girlfriend, future wife, uh, and I was not happy. I was pouty. They were down uh, by two. And back then, you'll remember, it was the same weekend of the basketball, uh, Frozen Four and the uh, the Fab uh, Five from Michigan were in. So I was aggravated. We left two places because they wouldn't put the game on. So I finally found a place, and um, thankfully it turned out because of Jim Montgomery. But it, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that you remember. So Nate Lehman coached under Sean for a few years there, 99 championship. Uh, do you see some of Sean in Nate? Uh, I think there are some. It's interesting that the first time I met Nate, uh, the day he was hired and had the introductory press conference, we did a very uh, short interview of about, I don't know, three minutes, and I brought up the point that I thought, you know, for my money, I've never seen a better game day coach uh, than Sean, and, and he and I have talked about it uh, down the road, and, you know, he said that he's he's pulled some things from, uh, you know, Walsh and some other guys that he's worked with, and I think, like the rest of us, uh, and I think when it comes to our what we do, broadcast-wise, there's things you like from people, and uh, you pull things, and then, and then you try and meld it of your own. Right, you know? right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this Providence team. Uh, Michael Lackey looked terrific in goal last night. I know that uh, Tyce Thompson and Jack Dugan were were uh, not only held off the score sheet but also couldn't manage a shot on goal. That seems like something that has to change for Providence to be able to turn it around here. One of the big problems lately, Mike, has been um, they're trying to be too cute. They're trying to make the perfect pass. Uh, I know uh, up in Vermont last weekend uh, the, the coaching staff got after them on Saturday when they were doing the film work, uh, and I saw a lot of that last night. I, now I thought Merrimack played a very good road game. I was very impressed uh, with some of the younger guys and the way they played along the wall. I didn't think they gave Providence a lot of space, and quite frankly, I don't think Providence did a good job in, in earning their space. Uh, I think in some respects, they as that game went on, uh, the Friars made it a little easier for Merrimack. I just, and I know Nate after the game talked about it, he didn't like their battle level in that. Um, I, I think they're a very fragile team right now. You, you don't, uh, I don't know what the leadership's like. You've, uh, uh, you know, and, and teams are going to lose people, but they lost over 400 games with those four juniors. And as I have said to people from the beginning, you can't teach that. You have to experience that, and I think you're seeing now, uh, you know, we talk a lot about second-half hockey, and you've got a lot of guys on this team that, that they're struggling with the second-half hockey. Uh, how, how do you see the Hockey East race shaping up then? Uh, it's, it's been pretty crazy, obviously. One through nine, somebody that's pretty good is going to end up missing the playoffs in ninth place, but it's been it's been quite a race so far this year. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's good to have a team like Maine back in the mix and, uh, and back in the mix for home ice. I really thought when you looked at the schedule, uh, they had eight of the last nine at home, the way they were playing. Uh, I really thought, and they were still a, a pretty good distance away, but I thought they were going to get home ice. I still do, uh, you know, as far as it goes. Uh, I think Lowell's a very dangerous team as we saw last night uh, they you know Norm Bazen and they're a younger group but he has them playing uh, that I mean I, I think BU's got the most talent but I think as we saw last night BU is so inconsistent they had a bad first period then they come out and they go up 3-2 uh, I'll tell you what um, if I had a vote right now Mike Cavanaugh might get my vote for coach of the year yeah. what he's done with Connecticut uh, down the stretch uh, you know they have a legitimate shot to get home ice for the first time and uh, he's got he's always been a great recruiter but this year, he's really putting those those talented kids together. 
and I know you're going to be calling the Hockey East Women's Tournament as well, which is going to be right here at Merrimack. Uh, handicap that. Northeastern's in first place. Uh, they've had a terrific year wire to wire. They've got to be the favorite. I think so, and I think Boston University is going to be a, a tough out. Uh, Brian DeRocher has got, uh, he won his 300th game earlier this year. He's got a real veteran crew as well. Um, you know, it's funny, as we sit here right now, BC lost earlier today and Providence won, so BC actually slides to fourth. They're going to get a very tough Connecticut team. Providence will um, get UNH at home. Um, I think it's, the, the league is good, and it's interesting. You look, you know, Providence went on a run at the start of the league in the early 2000s. They won three in a row. Then it was UNH, then it was BC, then it was BU, now it's Northeastern. So I think it's interesting, you've got all these different schools that have kind of really had that four to five year span where they've been the dominant program, and Northeastern you know, job Dave Flynn has done uh, and, you know, Frankel's a, a wonderful goaltender. Well, the music's coming on here, I guess that's our cue, so th thanks a lot, Mike, we appreciate it. Have a great call in the game tonight and the rest of the season as well. Alright, thanks a lot, Mike, appreciate it. That's Mike Logan's been our guest here, Providence Hockey and we'll be back with more right after this during this intermission report. This is Warrior Hockey.